everybody? What's up, everybody? What's good? What's good? What's good? A-League Show, episode 76. 76. We've come a long, long way. Don't you believe? Hard to believe, but episode 76 once again. Thanks, everybody, for, for tuning in, for listening to us, whatever, um, whichever means you choose to listen, whichever, choo- whichever means you choose. Uh, I got a little bit of something to get on my chest a little bit a little bit later, but just... You know, just trying to say, how you, how you, how y'all doing this morning? Yeah, I'm surprised I'm a zombie right now. I had uh, <laughs> went to the Braves game last night, took my brother, and I drive him back home, and I came right back. And then, <laughs> yeah, next thing you know, it's, it's eight o'clock, and I'm just like, crap. <laughs> it just seemed like to me, everybody's really, everybody's really feeling the Braves around here. Like, they're really feeling the Braves. Like, they're in first place. Yeah, I, mean, I was, I was amazed because it's like when I got there. Uh, motion was uh, the Ozzy bobblehead, uh, Star Wars bobblehead, uh-huh. and they were like, it's, "I got there like at six thirty, like we're out of." I was like, "It's I was like, <laughs> what? It was that first twenty thousand fans, you get a bobblehead." And I was like, "At six thirty, I mean, I like, I, I never did the whole promotion thing with the Braves. Maybe you guys have, but I was like, man, I thought." 20,000 don't come in at, uh, an hour before. I'm not used to that in Atlanta sports teams. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, the time. You're used to still, to stuff still being available in the inventory. <laughs> yeah, the time that I've done their promotions, it's, I've come in maybe, I think the earliest I got to a game was maybe an hour or 45 minutes. And they were just starting to give them out when I got there. So, What's the capacity of SunTrust? It's, isn't it like in the mid, mid 40s? I was just about to say somewhere in the 40s. Yeah, it's, it's definitely not as big as the Ted. It's not as big as him. Yeah. Yeah, that thing was packed as soon as I got in. I was like, dang, this feels like you know 14 hawks over here. Just like, <laughs> <laughs> and what's so crazy is just the way that they are, just the way that they're pumping everything up. Like everybody's so excited about the Braves. I just think it's, I just think it's one of those things where everybody needs something to be a little bit excited about because we just get so much disappointed from uh, disappointment from our area and sports teams that we just need something to just be disappointed like i just look i just compare the atlanta media to the way that the philadelphia media is still pumping up the fact the eagles won the super bowl and it's the same dichotomy of like oh the braves are back in first place it's the 90s again no i mean i, I do notice that the um, that the braves Georgia in general is a is a baseball hotbed, so I mean, like, even when I was in the oh, yeah. even when I was in the, living in North Carolina, to hear about how baseball was, uh, how baseball is real big in the South in general. Now it's like true. Like these, uh, like I never really followed high school baseball when I was in high school, but they say they go hard, like like high school football. Like, oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, this honestly, the South is more is. It's, it's more of a baseball area than it is football. I mean, I could argue that, like, some of the, you know, how, you know, in football, the recruits are kind of spread out. You have, you know, Florida, California, Texas, and Georgia. Those are the big ones. But mm. in baseball, it's, it's all over. It's Georgia. <laughs> it's Georgia and, and Georgia. And maybe Florida. Like, this year in the draft, in the, in the, in the MLB draft, you'll probably have like four or five guys from the state of Georgia going to top 30 picks. That's that's unreal, and it's not something that happens in football or basketball. So, I mean, I do know that on the L.A. Dodgers, I do know that there's, uh, I think, uh, Corey Seager, if I remember correctly, I think he, I think it was, I think it was North Carolina or something like that, somewhere in the Charlotte area, if mm-hmm. I remember correctly. But, but yeah, I mean, you know, as we, as we mentioned, the South is a huge baseball hotbed, but 
you know, sometimes we get so caught up in just how much of a football hotbed it is that we sometimes forget how, you know, how much of, you know, how much of a, how much talent there is as far as baseball and even softball is concerned, you know. Yeah, that's another one, in, softball. In the South. Man, I felt like Captain America when he first woke up in Captain America. I looked at the roster. Like, I used to, hmm. I like, I'll look at the tweets and the, and the reports in the newspaper about the roster changes and stuff. And I was like, I don't know anybody on this roster. <laughs> Just I was like, I mean, and that's just changed like in the last year. Like, the team went from being old and slow last year to one of the most exciting teams in baseball in the year. Like, when that last time I went to a game, they had brothers in the outfield. (laughs) 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 I was like, dog. I was like, okay, I remember Freddie. I remember him. He was was good. I was like, dang. I remember Marcakis because I remember uh, Hayward. I remember when he left. And Mm -hmm. I was just like, He's like, really? I don't know where he's at. Oh, no. He Frank Core. He went home. He went home. <laughs> he, he ain't coming back. <laughs> and another thing is that the Braves are one of those teams that has a national fan base. Because remember, they were all, all those years when they were on TBS. So they have a fan base. You know, they call it Braves country. They have a fan base that really is not just a southern fan base, but really is all over the country. Like, you'll go to somewhere in, like, Montana or South Dakota or Ohio or Michigan or some mess like that and you'll find Braves fans there just because you know and Cubs fans they also have a national fan base per WGN but they have a national fan base because of all those years on TBS the Braves are the Braves are America's team in baseball wait a minute wait 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 <laughs> wait. they wait. are like you just li- oh, listen, listen to what you just oh, said man. I mean you Man, got people every everyone that has been able to watch you know 14 years of division championships like that's that's I mean that's uh, that take uh, somebody else in here I'm about to check I'm about to check <laughs> you on this did you just did you just say to my did you just say with a straight face that the Braves are America's team they are in did baseball just, yeah in, in baseball I mean who else the Yankees okay that's America's there's team a, there's a there's a big section of the world that hates the Yankees but there's also a big section of the world that loves the Yankees. Yeah, but there is no one that hates the Braves. That's false. <laughs> Who hates the Braves? Like, what fan base is Mets fans, national other fans. Other than our rivals. Other than our rivals. Other than, other than the rivals. Dude, everybody hates the Braves, man. A lot of people hate the Braves. Lots of people in New York hate the Braves. We and Philly. The, uh, and we, we hate them too. And, 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 and anybody that has the tomahawk chalk as their thing and sings that song, like they're going to have some haters. I, I mean, that that's one thing for sure. I mean, that you, you know, you got a point there. But, you know, other I mean, than that, like we're talking pure D baseball. Man, they're red, white, and blue. That's America's team. No, the Yankees are red. The Yankees got red, white, and blue in their primary logo. You know why they're they, America's I team. I don't know. No, they're not. If we can use no, anybody not. with like Native Americans and stuff and all that, I don't think we can call any team that uses that Americans. Are the Yankees America's team shot? Come on, you're on me with this. <laughs> I think it's between them and the Cubs. Ugh. Cubs, I I think the, the, the Cubs the, the Cubs have a huge ha- uh, fan base too. They do right per WGN. But the, but that's what I'm saying. That's the same. It's the same thing with the Braves. Like the Braves had TBS and the Cubs the, the Braves, had WGN. But the Braves, the Braves, are, the Braves are up there. The Braves are up there. But the Brave the Braves won recently. That's the thing about it. You talking and about I, the Cubs? No, the Braves they won in 1995. Cubs of course won more recently, 2016. But the thing about the Cubs is that I feel like a lot of the luster that used to follow the Cubs prior to them winning in 2016. I 
I think a lot of that is kind of lost off. No. Like, they still have Wrigley Field and everything, but I think the love affair that a lot of people had with the Cubs, like, they wanted to see him win because they wanted to see him break that 100-plus year drought with no World Series. I kind of think they're it's kind of lost off now, and now they're just another team. The Cubs are the... I hate to say this because I, I I grew up watching the Cubs on WGN, so I have a little soft spot in my heart for the Cubs. So do I. But the Cubs are not America's team simply because they're known for losing. Like that's why everyone likes them because they're known right. as the lovable losers. Lovable, exactly. And they're not even grown bears; they're Cubs. They're the, <laughs> they're, the thing, they're the thing you cuddle. They're not. They're not the one you take to the prom. That's the one you. They're in the friend zone. As far as being, <laughs> the Braves have known nothing but excellence. That's what America should be. So the, the Yankees have known nothing but excellence for a long time. No, the, the Yankees get excellent for a shorter period of time, win a lot of championships, and they disappear for ten years because they don't know how to draft. They're more consistent. The Yankees are more consistent making the playoffs than the Braves have been. That's not true. They, they've learned now. The Yankees. Yeah, they've grown up a little bit, but Aaron Judge came from the farm system. But right, they ain't the brave. The Yankees. They have more championships, but I mean, being consistent. But isn't that what America is all about? We reward winners. I mean, you can't watch the Yankees anywhere. You couldn't watch the Yankees on any channel. Uh, they show on it. Hold on. ESPN. ESPN and MLB Network <laughs> shows the Yankees all the time. I mean, I'm like talking about day. before. I'm talking about in the '90s. The, the Red Sox too. The Red Sox. They, they go on ESPN every day. Hey, they they don't even need like in in ESN. You know, the, the local true. network. They, they got the national ESPN. network. Right, exactly. And yeah, the Yankees don't need yes either. Day. It's like Duke with basketball. Duke plays every single game on ESPN. Yeah, they do. Yeah. ESPN 2 was like, they should just rename it the Duke Network. <laughs> <laughs> rename it the Duke Network. Oh, wow. They, when you televise Duke versus Georgia Southern on ESPN 2, <laughs> <laughs> they literally broadcast every single game. So, yeah. Hey, if it, gets, if it gets ratings, if it gets ratings. Jeremy, there's a certain dude that has been in the news as of late that I think you want to get to, that you want to say some words about. And he knows how to do Who is this? Who is this? Yeah. Who are we talking about? Uh, I think you know. Kanye Westcus. I think he, some. I think somebody like that. Are we going to fall for that? Yeah. Somebody like that. Like this. Are, are, are we really falling for this right now? This is literally... This is what Kanye wants. Yeah, he wants attention. Like, therefore, we aren't going to give Kanye West but attention. I, I do need to say this. <laughs> I, want, I, want, I want to talk about it. because it's Go re- off, man. Go the, off. Okay. First of all, the, if you look at the definition of what a choice is, slavery is literally the opposite of that. So, and then people... Okay, I'm mad at... I'm not mad at Kanye. I'm mad at all the arguments I'm seeing online. People actually taking this series and arguing about it. Oh, okay. Uh, you got it. Well, it was a it was a choice. You could have died if you could have just not done it. Okay, if someone makes a choice for you to the point where you have to choose whether you want to live or die, that's not a choice. Someone made the choice for you. So, Kanye, just shut up. Okay, I'm not voting for you. I don't care if you run for president. Just rap. Stick to rap. First of all, can can I say this? You're not. Kanye wouldn't be doing these interviews if he didn't have an album done or if he wasn't close to having the album finished from Montana. Yeah, people going to buy his album. So first of all, because all, of all of this is just promotion. All this is just all this is just promotion. Therefore, we won't give him the trolling attention that he desires. <laughs> Kanye West, I'll say this. Kanye West, if you know me, 
He is my favorite artist, second favorite artist of all time. First favorite is Michael Jackson, number two Kanye West, number three Childish Gambino. Surprised. Mm. Kanye, the I think he's a genius musically. The way that he put together an orchestra, um, classical music and hip hop mixed it, and wore bow ties and tuxes and, and all that, and then mixed that with the hip hop culture and talked about some real life issues. I think that was super dope. Um, you know, you gotta admire it. And then to constantly evolve and change and uh, recreate himself, even though he can't sing, he made an R&B album, and he the beats he makes is the different sounds that Kanye comes up is is just next level. It's like everybody else, Kanye West is up here musically. Um, I think he's lost his mind over the last few years. I mean, we all know that. I'm not gonna say the obvious. I'll, I'll just say that about Kanye West. Kanye West is one of my favorite artists of all time, but I'm not gonna give him this trouble. <laughs> <laughs> Long story short. Anybody else? Because uh, You know what, uh, what I got to say about this is I kind of feel like that the way the Kanye thing is kind of playing out is kind of like playing out the similar way that R. Kelly is playing out. Because when you mention about Kanye being a musical genius, R. Kelly also got a lot of credit for being a musical genius as well. And now there's a renewed backlash to him as well. And I remember we talked about this a few episodes Does back. R. Kelly produce? Because I always yeah, say he that. Does. Oh, yeah, he does. Yeah, he all does. Right, all right, all right. Because mm-hmm. I always hear like... R. Kelly's one of the greatest minds of this uh, generation. That's a, right. You know Aaliyah's first album? Yeah. Or, or okay. R. Kelly yeah, took and her all year, that. Year, right. step, year, step beat probably made it. Yeah. Okay. All right. Pretty much. <laughs> and so that's why I kind of feel like this whole thing about separating who the person is from who the artist is, I feel like that's it's something that some fans want to do, especially super fans of these artists want to do. But it's kind of it gets the more stuff that comes out about these dudes, it's it gets more difficult to do because it's one of those things where all of the other stuff in the background overshadows who they are as artists. I, I think yeah, um, to be that to be that intelligent or, or that great in one field, I say that. To be that great, that gifted in the field, you kind of have to be a little loopy. Yeah. Because it's like, to mm-hmm. get there, you have to work so much harder than the average person works it's at that so craft that, I mean, you just you can't help but go mad. I mean, name yeah. one great that wasn't crazy. That's a good point. Yeah, That's I mean... That's a great point. There's, a, there's an old saying, there's, a, you know, there's that old, um, I guess... The, the, the whole thing about being like a quote-unquote mad scientist yeah. that's something that we hear about <laughs> all the time like oh certain people are so certain people are so smart they gotta be crazy i mean i have people even myself you know certain people sometimes you know tell me that you know they always are you give calling me yourself a genius <laughs> i don't know if i'm gonna call myself a, a genius other than other than maybe my radio knowledge but, <laughs> but other than that you know <laughs> to that horn king to that horn i just feel ahead. like that there are certain people they're like oh you're so smart you're so intelligent you got to be a little bah. I mean, I agree with your point, Akeem. A lot of people want to try to separate, and that's what I'm trying. I'm trying my best to do do that for Kanye because, like Rashad said, like I've never been a Kanye West fan, and I don't like his music, but I can't deny like how how much of a musical genius he is. Like, yeah, like there's no 
There's no denying that. And you know, y'all know how I, how I am. I'm not just gonna give somebody credit just because oh. their name out there. Oh yeah, Drake. Yeah. But Kanye has like has earned. <laughs> he's earned. He's earned. He's earned my respect musically. Now this stuff he's saying. I really wish people wouldn't give him the platform to be able to put this kind of stuff out there because his voice is so big. Like, just because Kanye said this, now we got people going back and forth on Twitter, going back and forth on on Facebook about something that is just really doesn't make any sense at all. Like, mm. if Donald Trump had said this, everyone would be angry at one man. Yeah. But because Kanye West said this, now we got black people like, okay, well, this is okay because Kanye said it. No, mm. if it's if it's something that's gonna divide people, it's bad no matter who says it. Black, white, purple, or green. So yeah, it, you got you got a great point about that. You know, a great point. It does depend. It does depend sometimes not only on the message but also the messenger because there are you know it's one of those issues where people will be such you know such super fans of him that you know they just, believe anything he they says. They just take anything and he says as the gospel and. You know, that's part of that whole dichotomy of separating the artist, you know, from the artist's, you know, work and who he is. Because if someone, if someone that I admire, if someone that I admire says something that I feel like is kind of crazy or is kind of out there, I'm not just going to go ahead and just agree with it just because it said it came from something, somebody that I admire. If, if it's something that I disagree with fundamentally, I'm going to disagree with it regardless of who it comes from. Yeah. And I feel like some people are making, and you are also definitely right that some people are fall. But that's the problem with us being, you know, us as a larger culture being so obsessed with celebrity. Yeah, I mean, it's it's becoming it's getting it's really the, trivial when you it's think getting about to it. the point where it's like people are becoming religion. Like you got some of these fans of Beyonce that's just like, yeah, oh, like nothing yes, she yes. nothing she do, does can be wrong. And I'm just like, she's just a singer. Relax. And the thing about it is. You know, and, and also we talked a little bit, you know, a few episodes, you know, a few episodes back, we talked about this same dichotomy being built up with Chance the Rapper. And I feel like that a lot of these artists will sometimes, when they go in these interviews, I feel like they'll be the first ones to say, look, you know, I'm not, I'm not trying to be Jesus. I'm not trying to be God. I'm not trying to be the almighty. In the end, I'm just an artist. I may be an artist that sells millions of records and has millions of dollars, but don't bump me up and pump me up like I'm like I'm the pump, second coming. Pump, pump it up. <laughs> <laughs> Did we talk about him a few episodes back? <laughs> yeah. I got to get something on my chest outside of the Kanye stuff. Here's a little something that happened to me. Last week, last week after we recorded the last, um, you know, after we recorded the last episode, I was just, you know, you know, I was just driving, you know, after, after we were done recording. And I'm in this lane. I'm on 85. And I'm in the lane. Uh, the leftmost lane other than the HOV lane. This dude who is driving in the lane in the lane right by me on the HOV lane almost swerves into my lane. Almost swerves into my lane. Almost knocks me into the, on the road. And, and and I'm just thinking like, what is going on? Like people around here just don't know how to drive. That's why I'm slick glad that Governor Deal, as you mentioned, David, Past that new that new thing for the you know for the ATL transit link because I feel like some of these some of these butchers around here just don't know how to drive and probably need to be taking the bus and the train. Stay in your lane. Stay in your lane. Exactly. <laughs> stay, stay in your lane. Stay in your lane, indeed. 
I mean, that that was that was crazy, you know. So learn how to drive and just get on the bus, you know, ATL. You probably need it. <laughs> By the way, I was looking about those 13 counties. They need a direct link from Atlanta to Athens. Yeah, they've, they need been, a they've direct been talking link. about that for decades, since I was like four, and that's not happened yet. So. And that hasn't yet, and it's happened yet. But it, needs, but it needs to happen. It needs to happen. Somebody needs to write some people about that. Jeremy, you want to talk, talk about Avengers, right? Yeah. Yeah, let's talk about Avengers. David, what, you, what did you think? Well, I had looked over the comics. I had to double check, you know, it's kind of like, because at first, you know, I, had initial, I read the comic before I saw the movie, so I had, like, already had expectations. And, like, just, um, you know, the way, I know they kind of go away from the comics sometimes, uh, so I was just like, man, it's going to be a big crazy battle. And I see, like, they were talking about, like, over 60, over 60 characters and stuff, and I was like, okay, they're going to really dig deep. And, you know, it was just like, my expectations were a little too high, but... I read the comic and then I watched the movie, then I saw it and I read over the comic again and I was like, it's not that far off, but it's it's uh, remotely true. I mean, it's a little slight differences that are noticeable, but I mean, I thought it was a pretty good movie. Um, yeah, I take Logan over it, but it's. Whoa! Yeah. You said Logan? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I take Logan, but it's. It's definitely a, it's definitely a good movie. I got to take it over Black Panther and the other Marvel movie and DC movie, but it was good. I mean, like, you know, I like how they open up with with uh, Asgard. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like over there, I like how they open it up with some action. You know, so, you know, usually you know these Marvel movies just like a little random scene and they go to the comic book script. Yeah, like, yeah. But you know, I like I like that. It's more action packed and um, <coughs> you know, it was uh. His stories and stuff like uh, I was really surprised by Hulk. I, mean, I really thought he was gonna bring it this movie, but he nope. Yeah, he uh, spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> All this is a spoiler alert. All this is a spoiler alert. But then again, I imagine lots of people by the time have probably already seen it. I mean, come on, y'all. Y'all seen? Uh, it's been two what, weeks. Come yeah. on now. Yeah. Come All on right. now. Get do come better. On. Don't 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 yeah. come at us. Step about your spoiler. game up. Don't All come right. at us about spoiler alerts when it's you. It's been one week. But it came out last Thursday. Hey, it came out last Thursday. <laughs> said, spoiler alerts around here. Hey, Everybody is Come on, guys. It's been out for a month. They, they break the movie records. So that means a lot of people already seen it. Yeah. That's right. Exactly. I, I, I'm with you, Dave. I really like how it came on with the action. And I think the only character that that him, like Thanos, like smacking down and beating down was that would have really left an impact was the Hulk. And he just dominated the Hulk right at the beginning. I was like, that just set the tone for the whole movie. So... I, I mean, I really expect like the second part to the movie to be, you know, the one with like people with all the high, really high expectations. I really feel like it will be fulfilled in the uh, in the second part. I feel like this part was more about us learning about Thanos, I mean, but, about his character. But the thing that got me was all people that died got a movie coming out. Yeah, I think that, I think. Uh, Spoiler alert! And this is just a just me just thinking out loud. I think that you know they're gonna not only are they gonna bring those people back, but I think most of the people that survived will die in the second part. So that makes sense. Now, like Captain America, Iron Man, like those guys are that, done. That's, that's exactly what I thought at the end of the movie. I was like, this can't possibly be the end. Marvel has way too much money in Iron Man and yeah. Right. And I mean, but Captain America, he, he that. Uh, Chris Evans, that's his name. Yeah, Chris Evans. He he seems to be pretty much done with Captain America and Iron Man too. He's pretty much done with Iron Man. So yeah. when he got spoiler alert, when he got stabbed, <laughs> you know, I just assumed that. Oh, that Chris was, Chris Evans. Uh, that that's Tony Stark's name. No, 
that's uh Robert Downey. Yeah, 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 yeah. Chris yeah. Evans is uh Captain America. Well, okay, but but you say he seems to be done with Iron Man. Oh, they both seem to be done with their character. Yeah. Oh, okay, Chris okay. Evans seems to be about okay. done with Captain America. I mean, right, right. I mean, they really don't need him anymore. They Shout really out. don't. He can't Yo, do anything. He, like, he, he he was so outmatched in this movie. It was just ridiculous to have him there. Honestly, man. Because one thing I have found, I was like, I was like googling like reporters. And I, was like, I was looking at Tony Gross and read up on him, read up on him, uh, collision reporter. And it said Tony dies in the search. I was like, damn. <laughs> 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 I was like, somebody over there, I was like, dang, he's dead. Like, before I went to the movie theater, like, because I tried my best to avoid the spoilers and stuff. Yeah. And yeah. I was like, dang, he died. And I was like, because I was like, man, I expect Captain be dead. He should have been dead, like, back in Civil War. Like, yeah. You know, he fought a comic book. You know, he should have been dead. And I'm like, keep bringing this dude back. I like, I like the fact Chris Pratt plays so many different roles in different movies and TV shows but they're literally like the same character yeah they really are <laughs> he, he's a great actor man well he's great at that role at he's great at that particular <laughs> role so about everything probably, else yeah so shout out to Chris Pratt it was fun seeing like everybody fight in front of uh, Adder Holt yeah, <laughs> that was cool. Oh and then, man! And then, and then at the uh, the post credit scene, seeing Sam Jackson uh, in front of that Starbucks and stuff. That was literally oh, at Georgia State. We forget it was like, it was filmed at there. Georgia State. There, That's it, right. It, like you can see the Rialto in the background of yeah. the post credit scene. I was hyped. And wow. then people, people, people were like, that was supposed to be New York City. I could not put myself yeah, yeah. in New York but City. Then, like, like all I'm looking at, I'm like, dog, that's, that's Georgia that's State. Cool. Bro. But the thing is, we, but the thing is, we know not yeah, yeah, everybody right, is gonna right, know right, because right, not right. everybody's Georgia State alums. Right. We're all GSU <laughs> alums, so we know. Like, wait a minute. That looks familiar. That don't look like New York City. I remember, I remember running, I remember running down that street trying to make the class <laughs> yeah, on time. Exactly. That's exactly what I was thinking, man. I was right. like, so many times, man. I know. seeing Spider-Man out there and all that. That was pretty cool. In mm. Woodruff Park. Yeah. That wow. Was, that was nice. That was nice. Wow, that was Woodruff Park. Yeah. I didn't even put that together during I, the movie. I, I saw it immediately because it was like the restaurants in the background. You yeah. could see it. I was like, dude, that's Adderho. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Spider-Man, all them guys are out there, man. Wow. It was cool. Georgia State, man. <laughs> I, I know. Like, man, that's the hey, best. Like, like I'm saying, Jalen Hurts, man. Georgia State, we legit. Oh, You'll start here oh, immediately. <laughs> there we go. Say that again, oh, David. Say that. <laughs> Hell no. <laughs> hey. A man oh, can dream. Man. A man can dream. Let him dream. Jalen Hurts, man. He. That's all I can say. <laughs> I wish he would have stayed in the game uh, a, a couple months. Ago. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Jalen, um, <laughs> I'm not gonna do that, man. Do it. Uh, if you want to uh, keep starting at a major Division One program, I suggest that you learn how to throw a football. <laughs> <laughs> oh so, man, hey man, hey, these are kids. You can't talk about kids, man. That's a debate. I never like. How, how do you guys feel about the debate? Like uh, college athletes at major programs, when you criticize them, people are like, you can't criticize them. They're kids. I mean, I, I feel like you can criticize them as like as athletes, but don't. It's a line that you don't cross. Like, don't talk about their family. You know, just, you know, a lot of stuff gets out and stuff. Like, some people yeah. are like you know, single parent household. Some kids can you know, accident, you know, incidents and stuff. Like, you know, stuff happens. Like, um, like uh, you know, you gotta remember these are 19, 18 year olds. So, I mean, like, some people hold these kids to standards. Like, they're 35 year old pros and stuff. Like, I don't like, know. I, I don't think that line should be crossed regardless. Like, these athletes are still people. Like, I'm kind of with Russell Westbrook. He was just like, 
you not if you see a guy one on one out in the street, no, just no. being just being himself, you ain't gonna say that kind of stuff to him. Yeah. Especially if he's six four. Yeah, you're not gonna do that. I'm practically, you five six. Yeah, like right. you, it's easy to do it when there's everyone like you and know the security guards right there, and, and they're wearing that jersey. And the athlete, if the athlete retaliates. The, the, the league's gonna come down on them, and they're gonna have this stain on their career because some fan said something. Nah, they, that, they, that they didn't do it to Westbrook, and Westbrook did it twice. No, this I'm year. saying like, look at the malice in the palace. Right, like, right, some right. Of those, bring up malice. Yeah, yeah. Some of those fans were in it completely in the wrong. It all started because a fan threw a beer on Ron Artest, but no Drunk. one, no one says anything about that fan. All people know is that Ron Artest no, is no, crazy. No. He did because he hit the wrong dude. Yeah, but the, but he was just so the, the, the that, that he was attacking. He was pointing at the other. Yo, that's one of my favorite outside the line stories. Shout out yeah, to he was so incensed about what was going on that I feel like he pretty much was like, you, you know what? I'm going off. I had it with this. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. It's, it's 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 on the fans too. So yeah, yeah. I mean, exactly. Like, like uh, you know, Jared Stephen throws five picks. I'm going, I'm gonna chew him out. I'm be like, yeah, this sucks you know this game stuff like that but like as far as like you know taking it too far yeah some people like calling them out their names and stuff like that i think that's just ridiculous yeah that's just ridiculous i think if like you know say derrick grows in the sat i mean while he's in college i'm not gone i don't know because he's already in college you know i mean oh man like it like there's there's good from the heckling and that that's part of the atmosphere like yeah. you go into an SEC football stadium and you expect to hear, you know, things said about you. Right. Okay, all right. Example: If Derrick Rose at Memphis and he's on the road, he's at the free throw line, and the fans start chanting "S A T, S A T." There's nothing wrong. With See, that. that's fair. Game. That's all fun and game. That's yeah. fair game. Now, if you get up there and say. Like your mom is blank blankety blank blank. <laughs> yeah, now, that's too yeah. much. Don't, right. Like uh, don't don't attack the West. The Lante Even that's yeah, funny. That's funny. <laughs> that's funny. That oh no, that, that's crossing the line, man. It was funny to me. If, if, if LeBron James is at the line, no, no. If Tristan Thompson was at the line, they started chanting Chloe. Come on, man. Oh wow. Yeah, that's it, it's like it's like when Lonzo was in town and in the six man section, one dude tried to start a chant. He's like, "Where's your daddy?" And I was like, "I'm not about to talk about LeBron." <laughs> the thing is, I feel like that there are some athletes because we've all heard stories about this. There are some athletes that actually embrace that kind of stuff. Oh, there yeah. are some athletes that will go on the road, you know, and you know, then they know exactly what it is to expect. And their attitude is, you know what? I like being the villain because you know we all went. We, of course, we all went to stay. We remember RJ, yeah. and I remember that there were, you know, there were things that came out when, you know, there were things that came out when he was playing at state, where when he would go to Southern and they would chant "Daddy's Princess," and he would, and he he embraced that. So I feel like some athletes are just like, you know what? I want to be the villain. I want to be the bad look guy. At, look at Jalen Rose. Jalen Rose, and he was in college. He got. There was this incident where the police burst into a house and it was apparently it was like a drug house or something. He was just on the floor playing a video game. He didn't know what was going on. But his name being associated with that, you know, kind of left a stain on his reputation. So yeah. the next game, I think he played I think they played in Illinois and he was on the road and you know that that those fans were screaming, you know, something about something about a crack house or something. I don't remember what it was, but he took that, internalized it, and that's that's his best game. So uh-huh. there is, but to me, that was crossing the line. Uh, but he embraced State, it. Georgia State fans, I, I can't remember if it was Louisiana or Georgia Southern or both, 
but um, they have players that are arrested, and then so they would be like the star players, and then they just hold up their mug shots to Georgia State. Oh man! I think I think that was uh, I think that was ULL. Okay. Yeah. I think it was is ULL. That, is that crossing the line? Yeah. Yeah, it's crossing the line. Yeah, like even what the Illinois fans did was crossing the line. Like you can find the humor in anything, but don't don't make it don't make it to a point where it's. You know, it gets too personal, or even like when it's yeah. a subject that's like really testy in the community. Like, like when that stuff was going on with Jalen Rose, that was a bad timing. I mean, it just it was bad timing. But yeah, it's just it's really all about what's going on. Jameis like Jameis Winston still at Florida State. If you know, I don't know. They put them on the screen on the road. They're like crab legs. Crab that's, that's, legs. Now, that's funny. That's just ridiculous. They yeah, that was that's, the mess with Jalen. James Winston. That's to your point. He was only a 19 year old kid. No, that's ridiculous. He's yeah, so but crab. still, that's fair game. People out there take it too serious. Like get these kids death threats and miss a field yeah, goal. And, that's that's way. Too. Oh, that's, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's crossing up. Oh yeah, huge Anthony line. Jennings got death threats. Yeah, at LSU. I mean, I don't even want. I don't even want professional athletes getting death threats. That's too much. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah. That's, well, that's nobody period needs to be getting death threats. No, right. No, no matter how much you dislike them. No, that that guy that missed the field goal for the Buffalo Bills in the Super Bowl is still getting death threats right now. For yeah. what? Oh, for missing the Super Bowl. He said, "Move, move on with your life." Yeah. Wow. Like some some people, I swear, some people are just. I, I mean, what can you say about? Can't expect nobody to be like a crowd monitoring stuff. You know, have a position being a crowd monitor, but I. It's gonna be kind of hard to enforce that, but as far as like death threats and signs and stuff like that, that can be enforced better than what they've been doing. But yeah, I don't know. It's gonna be kind of hard to get like you gotta create a new position to enforce. Like, hey, you can't say that stuff. Kind of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you you can't control the fans. There's too many of them. But there's only so much you can do. But at least you can do something. Right, right. Speaking of the the Buffalo Bills kicker and, and getting death threats, what I was thinking about the other week. You know, I went to a cookout, and of course, every time you come with a group of more than one Falcons fan, eventually the game comes up. Um, <laughs> what, what game? Uh, what game? <laughs> specified exactly what game are we talking about? The Rams game from the last playoffs? I think, I think, hold on. I think this is going to sound crazy. It was probably actually better for us to lose the way we lost because... It just it just goes so much in line with our just our identity as Atlanta sports. What? And it gives us something to talk about for the rest of our lives. So you rather lose like that than like how Tennessee lost to St. Louis? And I mean, like, no, no. I'm saying I'm I saying I'm saying if, if we won, like it would be cool. Like you know, I'd be happy and stuff for like the next year, be wearing the hoodie and all that. But I mean, I think this is gonna stay with us longer. Man, I would have rather them beat us 212 to 3. Huh? I really would have just rather just been blown out. Because I really didn't expect them to win anyway. So for them to show that they were a better team and still lose, I, that that hurt. Yeah, I don't huh. I don't want that no more. I'm yeah. sorry. I'd rather be blown again. out. I don't huh. want I don't want to talk again. about this game anymore. Huh? Come again. Let me move on to the next time. We gonna <laughs> I'm gonna go ahead and say this though. <laughs> Payback is gonna be really sweet this year. I mean, it could very well be. It could very well be. It ain't going to be be no could very well be. The thing is, I'm so worried about the team because you got to think about structure, right? And, you know, it all starts at the base. And, you know, you lose a couple people here. You lose a couple people there. And you you plug them in because of the system. You plug them in, but you can't keep anybody because of money. I mean, good thing is about this contract. In front of Matt Ryan. The thing is, the good thing is they front-loaded the contract. A lot. So that's what New Orleans did with Drew Brees, and that's why they can bring in new people every offseason. Yeah. 
So that's the good news. I mean, just the bad news. Stuff. I'm just, I'm just. I don't know, man. I'm worried about that franchise. I mean, I, I told, I, I told y'all last year, I think, that, I, that I, my patience is very short with Matt Ryan. Like, and I mean, I don't think the contract effects this year, which I'd have been fine if they had just given him thirty million dollars for two years. Uh, franchise. Or franchise tag. Yeah, I would have been fine with that. But I don't want five more years of Matt Ryan because I know what Matt Ryan is. Now, he may get better because quarterbacks play into their late 30s. Yeah, right, right. But he's already 32. He's already 32. He hasn't been hurt yet. That eventually, all that eventually happens. I don't care who you are. Eventually, you get hurt. Tom Tom Brady has missed an entire season before. So... You know, I don't. I don't know. I don't know how this is gonna play out because I want. I would rather have all these young, talented players and have a cheap quarterback because that's how you win Super Bowls. Like you, know, you have the cheap quarterback. You don't. The, the high-paid quarterbacks don't win Super Bowls. That's just. Look at the final four from last year: Nick Foles, Case Keenum. Uh, yeah, Drew Brees. No, Brees was eliminated. Uh, uh, right uh, and now Blake Bortles. Blake Bortles. Blake Bortles. Yeah. And how and the Tom heck Brady. did Blake Bortles get? There? Come on, man. That's what I'm saying. I was like, I was so talking so much. Man, that that well, no, that that defense. Shout out to that defense, man. Shout out to Jalen Ramsey. I mean, like AFC was just awful. Yeah, yeah, and it's gonna be that way for for a few years. I just feel like that when you think about all the concerns and everything with the Falcons, really and truly, we talked about this all show for the most part. Atlanta really is just, it's just, and Georgia in general is just a pit of sports misery. But we have some company. We have some company north of the border in hashtag Lebronto. We have some company because the, the way that the way that the Raptors have just laid eggs on top of eggs on top of eggs all over the place. The, 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 the series between Cleveland and Toronto, it looks like it's got sweep written all over it. Turn the 02 to the 03. Oh, turn it 02 to the 03. <laughs> I swear, it is Jay season. It is officially Blue Jay season in the six. When it looks out of reach, I reach back like one, three, like one, three. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I think this year is probably the craziest because it's like, I don't know, like you hear, you hear the talk in January and then it's like, no, nah, they might be for real, for real this time. I mean, and then you know, yeah. you, you don't fully buy it because of the history, but you're like, after seeing the first round and seeing Cleveland, Rock, <laughs> after taking the Indiana Pacers to seven games and barely beat them in Game Seven, right? And LeBron gives his all; he gives an NBA Finals three-one performance in the first round. To see that, you're thinking, okay. And then Toronto kind of breezed past uh, Washington. They're like, all right. <laughs> Okay, maybe this is different this time. Maybe it was, it was a setup. Oh, LeBron and them coasted through the first round, and I now swear. and now to see and now to see Philly, <laughs> Philly uh, struggle with uh, Boston and and Boston to be without their two guys. I think you know, you know that's all. And then and then up. Houston lose game two to uh, Utah at home. And it's you know like like David was saying in, in the group chat. You know, part four. Toronto yeah, just I mean, needed, Toronto man, sports man, just need been up. saying this for months, so I don't get hyped for the playoffs so let's just say <laughs> yeah it was just like, like I'm like who was there to get excited about really cause it's just like Cleveland's by themselves I mean like with Boston like Philly's too young yeah Philly's Philly's a sideshow <laughs> yeah they really I mean they they really are man. they just become this it's really hype just, like it's hype. it's fun no. to talk about no. they, they're gonna be fun to watch in a few years but 
us to expect Ben Simmons in his first basketball season and Joel Embiid playing his first entire basketball Wait, season. Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Brent Brown, you got to get some of the blame. Brent Brown has to get the ball. Because when you have TJ McConnell and uh, he, he's keeping you guys in the lead or whatever, you know, you guys blew the lead, the 20 point lead, and it's six points, it's eight points. You guys still have a lead, and TJ McConnell's playing better than Ben Simmons. That's why Ben Simmons is on the bench. The, uh, he puts Ben Simmons back in the game, benches TJ McConnell at the end of the game, and uh, Kevin McHale's, you know, uh, commentating it. And McHale's like, you got to put in your star here. It doesn't matter how much he, he's not shooting well from the field. got to put in your star and get him ready for these situations. We're trying to win a game for today. Yeah. I mean, I'm keeping in TJ McConnell on that game, and I'm winning that game. Winner go I mean, home. It, it happens with these egos. So, I mean, I understand. I've seen that quite a bit. You see these players have no business being in there. Like, I've seen Jason Kidd, you know, his prime, he's – He's had some horrible nights. You've seen LeBron in the playoffs against certain teams. He's LeBron did that against Toronto uh, uh, game one. He didn't need to be in that game because uh, Cleveland was down by about 15. They came back when LeBron was getting his rest. Kevin Love was leading the charge. George Hill was doing his thing. The team was being a team, yeah. and they were gelling, and it was working. And then they put LeBron back in the game just to put LeBron back in the game. Yeah, I've seen that. And when LeBron gets in the game the last six minutes, of course, in the back of his mind, he's thinking about the Jordan debate the whole time. It's obvious because he's ice on every play. You came back from moving the ball. Yeah, I've seen it. Like Kobe, Kobe used to have some horrible performance in the playoffs, too. He'd do that. Mm-hmm. They keep a man, too. They wouldn't bench him. Yeah. yeah. It's about egos, like you said. Yeah, yeah. it is. I just didn't like the fact that Philly just like it's just weird the coverage and the stuff that they do. Like I think it was uh, game one, Joel Embiid's watching Dragon Ball GT on the bench right before the game starts. <laughs> I was no, like, that's immature. And I was like, <laughs> and then you got Ursan, you got Ursan Ilyasova talking about <laughs> this week. He's saying when we played in Miami, the gym was half full. I'm like, do you yeah, yeah, I, I can't believe Ursan was talking trash. I was, I was like, like, dude, you know where you was playing at before you came to came to Philly? <laughs> <laughs> Did, 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 no. you see, did, did you see Wade respond to him? Uh, I, didn't, I didn't see it. He, he was like, he was like, uh, please, Heat Nation, forgive this per- this man who y'all probably never heard of. Kevin Hart and Kevin Hart and D Wade thing like this, like Spike Lee and Reggie Miller. I was like, really? Oh, uh, what? <laughs> like, what? Like these dudes in rom coms. <laughs> Yeah. Is Kevin Hart gonna start to become like that celebrity fan when the when the Sixers? But Kevin Hart has always been rolling with the Sixers. But I feel like the, him the, and Will Smith, because Will Smith was at a Miami Heat game in like the the prime of the LeBron years. Yeah, like front front row courtside with the Sixers hat on. <laughs> but, but the thing, the Sixers are about to be the Sixers are about to be good. I mean, they're about to be good they for a good. really good for a really long time. And when teams like that get good, they have celebrity fans like Jack Nicholson with the Lakers, Spike Lee with the Knicks. Is Ke- is Kevin Hart gonna develop into like that celebrity fan that we're gonna see always heckling the opposing team when the Sixers are contending for championships? No, nah, he's <laughs> gonna be more of a mascot, honestly, like Drake. A mascot, uh, well, yeah. like Drake. He's just gonna but be Drake. Drake works for the team. That's what people. I, I don't think understand Drake works for the Raptors. Right, yeah. exactly. I don't think people don't a, look at they they just look at him guy. as a super fan. It is one of just like Philly just like you know really overestimating Boston. It's like I remember like even during the Miami series, MB uh, was talking about Horford. He's over here like you know he's he don't got it and stuff. I was like, dude, <laughs> you haven't did anything. Well, you know what? 
I'm just watching this as a bas out of just as a basketball person and watching the games. Um, honestly, Joel Embiid shouldn't say anything because it's really kind of his fault that they don't match up with Boston. If they take Joel Embiid, Joel Embiid off the court, they match up great with Boston. They're longer, bigger, stronger, more athletic. But Embiid anchors them on offense. He can't guard Horford on the wings, which is kind of sad because Horford's, what, 30, 18, 33,000 years old now? <laughs> Somewhere around that. But he can't even guard Al Horford one-on-one. So yeah, even don't just, say anything. Just play basketball. And, you know, just picking on Whiteside last series and stuff, and I'm just like, now you're in the same boat. <laughs> yeah, like you <laughs> – Oh, uh, no. You're becoming a dinosaur I real quick, I, bro. I can't, I can't, no. I'm not going with that narrative that, that Joel Embiid is just, like, absolutely getting washed. No, he's not getting washed, but he's hurting them. No, as far like, as how he matches just, up. He's not playing up to Joel Embiid, but he's not getting washed. No, just, no we're not saying that. I mean, because like, I've seen I'm multiple saying, people say that over no, the last few I'm saying no. that Boston's a bad matchup for him. Uh, no, it's like people are like, man, Al Horford's going to be barbecue chicken to Joel Embiid. He's going to drop like 50 and 20. You know, yeah, because like, a he's a good uh, guy in the post. And, you know, Horford, he has a history of... But Embiid won't post up. It doesn't yeah. seem like he wants to post up. Like, every time every time he gets the ball, he's facing, facing Al Horford. And I'm yeah. just like, you're making it easy for him. You're bigger, more athletic. Go down in there and do Take work. Take him on a block. Work him. Just, just, I want, by the end of the game, I want Alice breathing like he's been running a mile all night. But no, 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 no. He wants to shoot three. Yeah. Okay. Like he's Ken Basemore. They'll take that. Oh God. <laughs> Ken Basemore. Hey man. Ken Basemore. I'll say this about Basemore, man. He's a great guy, as we said. Blah blah blah. So many times on the podcast. It, this past week, he was at the Georgia Swarm game where this foundation hosted a game, and then um, a couple days ago, he was at the Dream Practice. So shout out Ken Basemore. And the Dream Practice, they practice at Georgia State. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. They're practicing at Georgia State in the preseason. When does the season start? They, they used to practice at my church. Oh, my God. I think the season. I think the <laughs> oh, yeah, season. Yeah, 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 I remember that. The dream yeah. practice at my church. No wow. lie. They practiced at my church like last year. That is I think Ill. for two years. That is ill. I think the I think the, the preseason starts, I think, maybe either this weekend or or next weekend. Sometime in the coming week, preseason start. And then I think the regular season, yeah. uh, I think, in like two weeks or so. They, they already made their, their first cut. Um, the girl from Ohio State. So, McKenzie is still in there. You know, crossing <laughs> our fingers that she makes the team. Yes. Well, yes. I mean, if you look at the social media numbers, she's way more the most popular draft pick. Oh, yeah. I more mean, so than Monique Billings? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, because Mo- Monique Billings had, Monique like... Monique Billings has a, has a social media follow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Her her likes on, um, on, on the Atlanta Dream page, it got, like, 200 likes or something like that. Uh-huh. McKenzie Ingram got, like, 900 likes. Well, that's because she's she played yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and then she's from Cobb. She's from, yeah. Right. Exactly. Uh, Monique Billings is an L.A. girl. So, so I mean, you know, it's you know, it's a it's a lot going on. But you know, I just I just think you know, going back to what you know what you were saying earlier, it just seems like that the whole thing just looks like a just looks like a bad matchup. Yeah. It just kind of just looks like a bad matchup. Maybe Philly just ran into something that perhaps may have been just not so beneficial. Could they have had a better way with Milwaukee? You think Philly would? You think Philly? You think Milwaukee would have been a better matchup for Philly oh, than absolutely. Boston? Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like it wouldn't even really be like that. Would be a maybe five game series if they played Milwaukee. But yeah. I think I'm gonna ask y'all this, and I'm gonna answer first. If that makes sense. Um, oh, okay. I, do y'all think 
people have started kind of anointing Philly as the next team to be up a little too soon because the last time I checked, you don't win in the, in the NBA as young team. Like, usually it's the older, season, more seasoned team. I mean, I would put Boston as the team that's next because, you know, they're looking at a conference final and they – when if they do get to the conference final and Cleveland's there, they, they all Cleveland also does not match up well with Boston. So, I mean, they're a team that once they get Kyrie back, Gordon Hayward, maybe if they get rid of Al Horford and bring in someone else, that's what's wrong with Al. <laughs> what's not wrong with Al? Uh, <laughs> I'm just playing. I'm just playing, man. Well, I think that I think that in the, in the but, they have, Philly, but they also have the advantage of having the best. He's not the best coach, but he's he's a great coach. I think the whole the whole thing about the Philly yeah, you're right, Brad Stevens, great coach. I think the whole thing about the Philly Boston debate. Philly I feel like Boston could potentially be the better team. I mean they are it looked like they are the better team. They're showing it in this series. But I think that Philly's more the team that First I think of is all, becoming the, the, the darling the or the NBA. Series doesn't start until the road team win. Yeah. True. So you guys are getting a little too carried away. Uh, but, but, uh, yeah. The way people were making it seem out to be, it was like Philly got this. They was already talking about Philly finals, Philly conference. First finals. of all, I didn't expect Philly to even become the third seed and win 50-plus games this year. I thought they were going to win 40, 44, and get like 6 seed, 7 seed, 8 seed. Yeah, same, I mean, yeah, yeah, same so, here. Yeah. It was just uh, you know, disappointments this year with Detroit and Charlotte. But, you know, it happened. And, you know, and then Milwaukee Fires, their coach, that was another team I thought that was going to be up on the rise. And, you know, that happens. But as far as, like, um, Philly being that, I think they are anointing them too fast. I mean, <clears throat> they're a very social media and <clears throat> social media friendly team and likable. And it's just, um, you know, this makes me wonder just, like, <clears throat> how um, – like OKC would have been like if social media was like really big as it is now, because like you know people seem to have more patience with them. But like Philly, they just expect this, you know, see Simmons, they see Embiid, and it's just you know they just want a series. And you know I just think you know they pump the brakes, you know, just uh, just a little bit. You know, it's not like you know you know Simmons, you know, <laughs> one point game. Yeah. So it's just it's not like you know these guys are like freaking juggernauts. But, you know, it's, this media, I mean, they want to see that Cleveland, that Cleveland Philly series so bad. Why, I mean, why why is everyone ready to give them another another star player to add to what they already have? Like, I've seen already so many different people saying, Paul George would fit, which he would fit. Great. He would be great for that team. But, you know, why would I don't want Paul George on my team. Yeah, I don't when either. Does Paul George why, help why, win? Why is, help Paul a team George, win? why is Paul George getting all these passes for not coming up in the playoffs like he's never done anything in the playoffs like when has he ever done something great other than dunk on whoever it was in the playoffs i think he dunked Mm -hmm. on lebron in the playoffs but other than that he's done nothing like just a name those those pacers teams were good enough to compete with my with lebron when they first went to when he first went to miami but they constantly got beat and no one gave any Paul George any flack for that. No one gave him any flack for this year. It was all Russell Westbrook's fault. No, it wasn't. Yeah, like five points in the final game. Yeah, it, Paul yeah. George is just a name to me. He's not as good as he was when he got hurt. He's not as he's not an efficient basketball player. He shoots the three pretty well, but he's a good defender. He's a good defender, yeah. but that that's not that doesn't qualify you to be a superstar that everyone's making him out to be. That's my first point. Second point, 
why not just let these guys grow up first and become them and let them become who they are before you add another gigantic ego onto what they already have? I mean, I think people have seen to think higher of Philly as a creative destination than a reality because like, you don't really see guys go to young teams as free agents. Yeah. I think I you think uh, Reddick's deal was only a year. It was only a year. Yeah, yeah. 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 and it was yeah. 20 mil. Yeah. And they had to overpay him. He, he could have went to uh, Brooklyn for like three years or something like that. Yeah, or Houston. Brooklyn, I mean, not Brooklyn. Oh, yeah, yeah, Houston, Houston. Houston was the other team, my bad. And nobody I, was I offering watched the documentary. That. that was a great documentary. Yeah. Was just, <laughs> yeah. yeah I was like, that's why I understand this name, LeBron and Philly. I'm like, if you don't have that much patience with these young guys in Cleveland, how you think going to deal with it in Philly with, with big yeah. egos and younger guys? I honestly could see Philadelphia take a step back next year because it, the East will just have more talent. Like, yeah. like, you'll have Boston fully healthy. Like, Boston does not have Gordon Hayward and Kyrie Irving right now. Though Kyrie Irving was an MVP candidate, Gordon Hayward averaged 20 points per game with Jazz. Kyrie Irving lose you some games. So. He will. I mean, he will. <laughs> I think people forget about that. Like, he, I mean, he definitely, he definitely will. Just, he played that hero ball. But if, if 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 Brad Stevens is able to rein that in and have the team play the way they are now, and right. then have Kyrie as your closer, okay, then right. you have a shot. They, you remind me of a good point. Um, Last night, I saw something very interesting on Twitter, <coughs> on Taylor Rooks' page. Taylor Rooks tweeted, um, Brad Stevens could get five random guys from Rucker Park and, and take them to the second round of the playoffs. This is ridiculous. And then someone responded, they have two number three overall picks. Yeah. And Terry Rozier's a, a first-round pick and an all-star in Horford. Well, uh, what are you talking about? Why is everybody Marcus acting Smart like they're was a lottery pick? Like, exactly. <laughs> why, why is everybody acting like they're bums? And then she quoted him was like, "Oh, you missed the point." And of course, everybody responds to him like, "Oh, you loser! You aren't in the NBA." Blah blah blah. Of course. And I was like, "He makes a great point." Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they like, drafted that, really that's well. one of the reasons why Boston got so much hype before the season because if so and so gets hurt, Jalen Brown's backing him up. If so and so, Jason Tatum's behind that, and right. then Rozier, and then Avery Bradley, who they traded to get uh, when they uh, to Marcus make room Morris. for Kyrie. Uh, Mar- Marcus Morris and yeah. can, all, we, all can, we, can we give Boston's kids a little a little credit? Like, look at what Jalen Brown has become in a year. Right, right. Look at right, right, right. look at what Jason, Jason Tatum, Tatum has become as, like, as, a as a rookie. Like, wow. Well, yes. I mean, Tate, Tatum, he's not the rookie of the he year. He's he not the year rookie ago, of the year. <laughs> I mean, but, I mean, he's he not the rookie of the year. Brad like, I mean, is come on, coach, hey David, hey David, get it. Don't get it twisted. He ain't the rookie of the year because Donovan Mitchell and Brad Ben Simmons on a whole nother level. Yeah, they are, but but that's but he, that's, he's had, that's, he's had that's great... where that's where people are starting to kind of get Brad Steven kind of you know they're kind of overrating him. Right? They're trying to make it seem like he can just coach anyone. No, no, he's taking very talented people right. and put them in positions for them to succeed more than what they would have if they were yeah, individuals. Yeah. You got to think R.J. Hunter didn't make the team last year as, yeah. a, as a first round pick the year before. Yeah, yeah they lost. They, they, they've got rid of a couple guys like that yeah. that have been first round pick, and they mm-hmm. lost. Uh, I guess, you know, they lost to Atlanta you know, in the playoffs. You know, they, uh, people seem to forget that, you know, Brad Stevens' first year was the last year. Yeah. He's been there, what, yeah. three, four years now? This yeah. is his fourth year? He yeah, was a college year. coach prior to getting into the NBA. Yeah, was, I mean, was like, 20, young players. 2015 his first year? I think so. Yeah, it was Doc. Yeah, Doc was over there. LA first year. Okay. I mean, and then even at Butler, people try to say, well, he. They well, they try to say, well, he can get a bunch of bump, random guys and block. No, all those guys made the NBA. Like there, right. there are three. There were three NBA players yeah, on yeah. that Butler team that went to play Duke, and they nearly won the national championship. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Gordon Hayward made that shot. 
Yeah. Yo, that. And, and wow. then, like, yes. seeing, like, all the other buzzer beaters in championship games years later, it looked like it was possible now. Even yeah. that much more possible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, none of that is to say that Brad Stevens isn't. That's his name, Brad Stevens? Yeah, Brad Stevens. Yeah. Is that he's not a good coach. I mean, and Rashad, that point you made, like, that the guy made on Twitter, that, that's a great point. Right. Like, that's they, what I'm saying. And everybody scolded him. None of these guys are scrubs. They have never been scrubs. All these people were, like, Marcus Smart that year, he came out. People thought he could go number one that year. Yeah, yeah. The Oklahoma State, he was like a player of he the year candidate. He was the player of the year candidate. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. it wouldn't have been that hard to believe that he was number one pick. <laughs> I think a lot of people just don't watch him. Yeah. And then T- Terry Rozier was one of the better players. In he college was one of the better, yeah. yeah. He was a great player. <laughs> In college, right. so I mean, yeah, it's, it's not like they got bones. Yeah, good roster management. Like these teams, these people who are fans like the Wizards and stuff, where they got thirty million invested in centers you can't play. Yeah, like right, Gortat had a good year the year before he got that contract. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. You got Ian McKinney making sixteen million dollars a year, and he can't even move. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there were there there are there are a couple teams in the league that just are ugly. Well, well, you got to think about ugly you know to to that point of Boston has so much Boston has so much talent. It's not all Brad Stevens. Milwaukee, I mean, Milwaukee could benefit from a guy like Brad Stevens because they have too much talent to be this mediocre. Yeah, yeah, yeah they do, they do. Yeah, yeah, I mean, honestly, this I, I'm gonna give Brett Brown some credit in Philadelphia because. You know that team has a lot of. They have. They're really top heavy. They have Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid. But Ursula Ilya Solomon, eh? JJ yeah. Reddy, eh? They, they're I mean, decent. They're I mean, decent. They ain't Boston okay. guys though. I mean, yeah, take yeah. somebody put it together. You know, this team could easily be like a, a Golden State, you know, Monte and Curry team. You know, just like you have a bunch of talented players, but can't seem to put it together. Yeah. So I mean, like you know, this. Plug, you know that's good that you know you don't have Ben they don't have Ben Simmons trying to be a spot up shooter or that's coming <laughs> you know just uh, letting the TJ run the offense so you know it's kind of it's commendable you know they're letting him run the point so I mean, that's not afraid to experiment. Yeah, it's what, amazing what? how teams sometimes get built and how they don't get built. And that also goes back to what you were saying earlier about Oklahoma. Because I feel like that one of the reasons that Oklahoma kind of took a step back this year was because of the fact that they brought in those two veterans in Paul George and Carmelo. Because not only are they two veterans, but they're also very big egos. And they also and they already had one big ego in Russell Westbrook. So I feel like they took a step back. Also, in addition to that, you also had to c- compare Oklahoma to Philly. In Oklahoma, football state. They have virtually they have virtually no media there except maybe for one newspaper, a couple of radio stations, and that's it. That's all they got in Oklahoma. Philadelphia, Philadelphia has about I don't know, like maybe like ten newspapers, three radio stations, and the and the fans there have a reputation of being really, really, really supportive of their players, but also very hard on their players when they feel like that they're that they're faltering in big spots. So that's the Oklahoma Philly uh, complex with with that as far as why that happens but it is it is absolutely interesting as far as just like you were saying the way that these teams get built i mean it really it really is you know it really is uh it just really is a lot in just so many different ways i, I don't yeah. think the hawks get becky hammond or i'm edoka because i wrote a story about this this week oh yeah that's right um, milwaukee's interviewing becky Hammond. yeah I, I don't i don't think they get either one because they're not going back to the san antonio thing they're going i think they're going golden state so I would look at Jaron Collins or maybe Darvin Ham. Somebody ought to give Becky Hammond a shot, yeah, though. I mean, just, so many, so many, so many. The Hawks need to I mean, do. I mean, Orlando. But, but, but the Hawks not going back to San Antonio. That's the thing. Orlando. 
Orlando. They really ain't got nothing to lose. I mean, uh, Orlando and Atlanta have nothing to both have nothing to lose. I would give her a shot with some young players. Like I don't. I mean, I don't care like where she kind of started and where her system comes from. I mean, she she seems to be able to work with young players because look what the summer league the summer, the summer league, league team did. She they won summer league team with his with so, young players. She's one of the greatest women's basketball players of all time. Yeah, right. She, exactly. And she's still fairly young compared to like some of these NBA players. Like yeah, she, she just retired. Yeah, she just retired from the league what three years ago. Yeah. So right. She still has that you know Hooper's mentality and she still can relate to a lot of these young guys. So I think she would be the perfect fit, especially for what the Hawks are going through. Yeah. I mean, her, putting her in a situation in Milwaukee where. You know they should be winning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like they, yeah. They, they, <laughs> that's they high should, She shouldn't be relating to them. That's high pressure. They should be trying to win championships. Right. That's that's too like they got one of the top ten, top five talents on the planet in the world, and he can't get out of the first round of playoffs. That's he needs some. He needs to get some heat for that, and he's just been given a pass. So that's a culture. I mean, because when you have Chris Middleton, a twenty point scorer next, and yeah, you get away with that stuff in Milwaukee. And then Jabari Parker is a potential city. twenty point game scorer. Speaking of, wait, hold and on. Bledsoe. I'm sorry. I want to get just. I want to squeeze this in real quick. Aaron Gordon and um, Jabari Parker. I don't want Aaron Gordon this offseason no. because I mean, you got John Collins. You're probably gonna drop back. I mean, I just I don't want him. I mean, uh, why are we even thinking about Aaron Gordon? I don't even think we're thinking about free agents. In yeah, like, right, right. they need to be signing us. We need to come play a couple games this year. <laughs> like, Just sign us all to our contracts. What's that dude on LA? Uh, Ingram, the other one. Andre. Oh yeah, uh, <laughs> we gonna build around him for the next three years. Yeah, like, <laughs> how, how that man got gray hair already? Cause he's thirty five. Wow. Man, man. How old is he? He's like 30. Roman Harper. 32. Roman Harper like somebody's granddad out there. Roman Harper been old since he was a rookie. Oh, anyway. Yeah. Catino Mobley has like a full like Eric Dampier when he was on the league. Mobley retired like three years ago. Catino Mobley seemed like when he was in the league, he was like in the league for like forever playing basketball. Eric Dampier when he was on the Hawks, he had a great beard. Hey, I was like hype when we got Eric Catino Mobley sounds like somebody who would be playing like the big three. Yeah. Uh, he is. Oh, he is playing the big three. Oh, he wow. Playing the Remember he had that heart oh. problem. Oh, so. wow. Yeah, wow. He was playing yeah. last year. Wow. Catino Mobley. Dang. It feels, it feels like it feels like forever ever since I heard that name, Catino Mobley. It seems like I heard, yeah. I heard that name all mm, all yeah. the time in the 2000s. Yeah, them and Steve Rings were hit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Where, where, where <laughs> what happened to Stevie, Stevie franchise? franchise? Yeah, exactly what I was thinking. I think he got sick. I saw some pictures on him. He didn't look too good. Dang. Orlando kind of went downhill after that. But yeah. no, Dwight Howard kept him afloat though. They drafted Dwight, I think, that same year that, that they traded for Steve. One word, Stefan Marbury. That's two <laughs> words. That's two words. <laughs> <laughs> Starbury. <laughs> but McGrady didn't do that much for Houston either, so it was kind of an even trade. Kind of, I guess. That was a crazy offseason, 04. Oh, yeah. Yeah, McGrady was like, I, I want Oka for. Right, oh. and that was also the off season that oh, saw crazy. the breakup of the of the of the Lakers. Yeah, and, and then yeah. Dallas got everybody in the world. Right, Shaq went to Miami. Phil retired for a couple of years. Yeah, two thousand four, man. Yep, Malone, Carl Malone retired. Gary Payton went wherever to send, so he went, and everything just went. Miami put. Yeah, wait, yo, oh yeah, went to went to Miami if I remember correctly. All right, okay, another episode in the books, A League seventy six. Once again, thanks everybody for for tuning in, whichever means you choose to tune in. SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Dash Radio, all that good stuff. Uh, let's uh, get on up out of here and do what we do, of course. All right, this is David Norwood. My Twitter's at Norwood ninety. 
uh, Jeremy Johnson, Clark underscore, underscore Kent 75. Sports editor. Shout out to my sports editor, Jeremy Johnson. You can follow him on Twitter at Clark underscore Kent underscore 75. We got, we got two sports editors on the set. Oh, look out. <laughs> my boy Rashad. Got that job. Thank Everybody you. making moves Congrats, around man. Thank you, brother. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> Akeem Balaam, Twitter, Graham, Beyond the W. Check it out. See you in New York in a couple of weeks. I'm going to be at the Liberty game. <laughs>